When uh, Roma Mo began in 2006, I debated with myself whether or not to have our first service on a Friday night or on a Shabbat morning. I knew that we were going to have Friday and Saturday mornings. That was clear to me. But I wasn't sure if I should start on a Friday night or a Saturday morning. And my reasoning was, I thought that everything, as the Talmud says, goes after the beginning. Everything goes after the head. And so I wasn't sure which value to place within our community as the beginning, as a seed. Was Friday night the beginning or was Shabbat morning the beginning? I was talking right now, and I need you to, to just be quiet for a little bit, and then we'll talk later, okay? And I chose Shabbat morning. And the reason was that even though Friday night is beautiful and it's a perfect way to end the week and begin Shabbat, really a community is only as strong as its Saturday morning service. That was my opinion. And I still hold that. To walk with Torah for a year to hear the chanting of the Torah, to struggle with the verses that are difficult, to attempt as best as we can to squeeze and extract out of a text that's over 2,500, maybe close to 3,000 years old, relevant insight and wisdom that we can use and apply in our everyday life is not only a useful utilitarian endeavor, but it is essential for the continuity of the Jewish people and hence the life of our people. For people to hear Torah, to incline their ears towards Torah, means to be impressed, both in good ways and sometimes difficult ways and challenging ways, but to nonetheless be impressed and to be impressionable. So it is after eight months of living with somebody that now we are preparing to say goodbye. If you've been together with us on this journey and around the world in various shuls, today is the penultimate aliyah, the penultimate elevation, a conversation of Moshe Rabbeinu, of Moses, with our people. It is literally his swan song today. So what is it like to live with someone for eight months? He's been living with us. And we've gotten to know him from his birth in that amazing, miraculous way that Otto Rank and others called the birth of the hero, his clandestine destiny, hidden in the reeds by the sea, found and discovered by the daughter of the prince to become an adopted prince himself. He lived a life in the beginning as a wounded man, someone who the Midrash says couldn't speak had the difficult capacity to communicate, and yet at a young age felt called to go out to his people, he went out to be with his people. He had a, a rough road, going into exile for almost 40 years, the Talmud says, living away, knowing that a time would come for him to be called, but not knowing when, and all that while learning about what it meant to be a leader, what it meant to be a shepherd, what it meant to care and to take on the suffering of others. 
and then being sent back, hearing the call but not feeling that he was strong enough, that he was up to it, hearing in our own, in our own lives his vulnerability, his own sense of, of inadequacy in our own callings. Are we up to the task? God, choose someone else. I'm not the right person. All of these places we have visited together with Moshe Rabbeinu. We have lived together with him. And I wonder about it sometimes when only a day or two after Yom Kippur, after the gates of heaven are open and my heart is so wide open and I'm affected by every little thing as I re-enter the world of New York City, I wonder who it is that I live with day in and day out. Who are my heroes? Whose image flashes before me on that high-definition screen, constantly screaming at me, look at me, look at me. Who are my heroes? Who's on my prey list as I listen to music? And what messages are they giving me? Who am I struggling with? Who am I asking to pick up their laundry, right? Who's, who are those people who live with me day in and day out? To be involved in a Jewish community and to be involved in this Torah cycle is to promise to live with our heroes and our villains for a year, to inculcate their values, to argue with their mistakes, to learn from their miscues. That's what it is to walk in Torah, is to take it seriously. And by showing up here this morning, and I'm hoping that this will also be recorded for Ramamu, by showing up here this morning, you take this scroll seriously. You're here to listen, to incline your ears, to hear something that you might take with you, that you might struggle with, that you might chew. The Torah doesn't have words for learning. The, the word for learning in the Torah is chewing. Vishinantem. To chew on something. So I hope, and it is my prayer for this coming year, that as our community continues to grow and our Friday night services are off the charts, that our Shabbat morning services also begin to fill with those people who are coming the morning after to get something to go home and chew on, to go home and live with somebody, to take a Moshe, to take a Balak, a Bilam, all of these people and say, what are they teaching me in my life? Because if they're not filling us, then something else is. If they're not filling us, something else is.